Hey everybody, welcome back. We are alive. This is episode 48, July 29th, 2021. We're in Panaka, Nevada, live in Eric's studio. So uh, I'm sitting here with Eric. How you doing, Eric? Good. How y'all doing? Glad to be back on with everyone here. Yep. A lot of changes, a lot of things coming up in the future, new direction. Um, yes, yeah. it's been a nice break and a uh, much needed break, but we're back so yep. we've been busy as heck i Thank was injured eric's been fighting fires doing fighting his fires thing. working my butt off racing almost every weekend yeah it's it's been it's been good we're gonna update y'all tonight uh get you up to speed kind of get things back in order and uh we'll start working on a weekly podcast again yeah so. getting some future guests starting to line them up uh we, we're just gonna do a short show tonight just kind of recap catch up on some races we've done what we haven't done what's coming up a little bit of our changes um again apologize for being gone so far so gone so long yeah um, but we're back so we're back. and yeah I, i'm a little under the weather so i apologize for that too I got <laughs> a little bit of a congestion but wear your mask <laughs> yeah i got i got my mask on we're socially distanced right now <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Uh, anyway, I guess the biggest changes we got to say we've we've uh, lost Ashley. Uh, Ashley and I have decided to go different routes, and we're going to miss her, and we wish her the best. And everything in the future is all good. Um, anyways, let's go back. Let's try to go back. I think the last podcast we did was like May, beginning of May. Maybe it's been that April. long. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Sorry about that. Anyways, um, I guess the first race since was, um, I know you guys did the... So I think we we did the Best in the Desert Silver State 300. I think we talked about that. Maybe uh-huh. that was our last show. Um, so since then, yeah, we've uh, done a lot of racing. And a lot of things have changed. So I think... After the Silver State 300, we did Baja, um, Nevada. Baja Nevada with Legacy. So tell um, us about that, Eric, because I was not there. Um, so yeah, the Legacy Baja Nevada. It was the inaugural event. Um, this is Legacy Off-Road Racing's first year in promoting off-road races here in Nevada. And... Um, that was their second event. We did the, the Laughlin Hair Scramble earlier that year with them. Um, but Baja Nevada was one that I was looking forward to doing. It was a, an awesome event. I can't say enough good about it. It was a two-day event, 630 miles. Um, epic. Just absolutely epic through some of the most remote Nevada desert that we have. Um, it hit stuff that has never been raced and was just absolutely awesome. Um, it was it was really, really fast. So it was super high speed. Our average speed after two days was 66 miles an hour. Wow. Um, un- unbelievable. I mean, we've never, we've never averaged 66 miles an hour, even in Baja or uh, Vegas to Reno, any of those. I mean, the top guys are averaging 52 54 56 miles an hour in those races so this was a really really high speed race we 
we had the bike geared high. We were, I think our top speed was about 104 um, on the KTM 450 XCF. We, we've got a six, six gear transmission in that bike and I believe we were running 1448 uh, gearing. Anyway, the bike was super fast. The, the course was very fast. It was um, east to west pretty much for the most part from the dry lake bed out in Del Mar, which is just east of Caliente, Nevada. And it started there in the dry lake bed and headed straight west and uh, cut out through through the mountains and stuff over just north of Area 51, north of um, Area 51 Rachel. exists. Yeah, north <laughs> of Rachel. And, um, and then cut down a little bit and ended up uh, ending day one in Tonopah. And your start for day two went off of how you finished on day one. So I think we started P6 or 7 on day one. And on day two, we started P4. And uh, ultimately worked our way into third overall at the end of the 630 miles on at the end of day two. And what class was that? So we raced the open expert class. We, we overalled our class and ended up third overall behind Taylor Stevens and um, Danny Cooper's team, the 7X. So Danny Cooper, then Taylor. Taylor actually led a lot of that event on day two. He he went out and had, had a pretty good gap, and then he stopped for a tire change and had a few issues with a, some wheel spacers and stuff, but um, he ended up losing a good amount of time there. But he, he had it pretty well locked in until he had a few issues but he man that kid's fast he rides great but funny story real quick about taylor actually pulled up in your driveway today before you got home i went on my my road bike ride and he texts me not doing podcasts no more he must have read our mind or something that we were doing one tonight so yeah i've had a few few requests too from some listeners that that missed the show so thank you guys who listened to us i mean um means a lot to us and we you know we love putting this putting this together and and doing the show so give you something to listen to while you're working on your bike in the shop and we've missed it too when we tune in yep just life has uh, happened and busy and going nuts anyway the back to the baja nevada so it was really cool like i said it was a two-day event we we got through day one Got to the finish there in Tonopah. Got a, we had a motel room there in Tonopah. Um, ended up doing prep work on the bike, getting the bike prep, new tires, changed the oil, um, you know, lube the chain and all that stuff prior for day two, uh, right in the parking lot of the motel. And basically prepped our bike, got some, some good food, some pasta for dinner, and then we crashed because the race started again the next morning at like five or five thirty, so it was a pretty early start and um that was just kind of fun you know to have that break between and then go race on day two was really cool that would be cool but uh are anyway, they doing we that it. again next year or no so next year they have it planned out and it's 630 miles all in one day so it will be the longest point-to-point race 
in a single day in the U.S. Wow. And um, I'm excited about that. I mean, that's that's definitely something to to brag on. And these guys are are working hard to put together a premier race organization. And and their Donald has the experience, and and Liz and those guys they're doing a great job. So um, they're hosting some awesome events. We're having a lot of fun. We're leading the points in the open expert class and uh this year being their first year they only had three rounds but next year i think they had five or six i was looking at so they're expanding they're they're growing they're doing you know they're putting in the work and the time and um they're doing a really good job so and they did just release their 2022 schedule so go on their website and yep, legacy racing dot is it dot org or com i think it's dot org i'm not um, sure but yeah, just put in Legacy Racing. It'll or pop on up. Instagram, Legacy Racing. Yep. So um, anyway, so we did. Yeah, we did the Legacy Baja Nevada. We we had a great time there. Uh, my brother has a production company, Lone Creek Productions, that they just started up and are shooting video and documentaries and video and capturing photos and stuff for off-road race teams. And they came out and did a full production for us. Um, they they've dropped some some photo drops for us f files and stuff and then they did some videos for us that are actually going to be doing a video production for another team for the Vegas Torino mm. so check them out Lone Creek Productions again they got social media um, add them like them follow them help them help them get established because they love the sport and put together some awesome content so. Um, Anyway, so yeah, we had a good time there at Baja Nevada, but uh, what else, man? We had the POHGP that you raced. I, I missed that one. I well, we had the, um, decided not the to race, race in between there. Oh, yeah, so the, the next one after Baja Nevada was... Best in the Deserts World Hare and Hound Championship up in... In Tonopah. Tonopah, Nevada. That's right, yep. <laughs> Funny deal, Eric called me over there over to his house that week he said he needed some help i think it was just friendship or whatever helping me out get his mind off other things <laughs> right so we're working we're doing things and he asked me to go pit for him i said well i actually just ordered a bunch of stuff for my bike he looked at me he goes so you're racing i'm like no anyway uh i couldn't get it out of my head went home prepped the bike rode it and decided to race and I, Eric took me up there to race. Yeah, it was fun. We we uh rode over together and kinda put together a little desert dirt biker podcast team and we went and raced the World Hare and Hound Championships at Best in Desert in Tonopah. Great event. Again, those guys brought back a a motorcycle only event from Best in Desert. Um they this was one that Casey had done several years ago and there was some single track out there from the 80s that hadn't been touched in almost 30 years. And these guys, Daryl, went out there and resurrected that single track. And what a what an awesome place to ride. Was. I mean, the the terrain and the, the single track and trails that they had lined out was really awesome. Um, it was a little more, second half of it was a little more technical than I had imagined. Um, and... Anyway, it was fun. That was a really cool event. Got to cool race event. through some rain. Yeah, the um, weather was crazy. It was, was kind of neat. Raining, hailing, kind of wasn't sure what it was <laughs> going to do. 
cold. Um, and it wasn't a team race, the typical best in the desert. They, if their format, if you raced a team primarily with best in the desert, each rider got to get on their own bike. And I'm not sure how they averaged the points out or whatever, but. Yeah, I think it was so, so Damon, my teammate that we usually race best in the desert with, Damon and Ty, Har Damon Bush, Ty Harvey. Ty didn't make it. Um, he was going to save the bike, his bike for. Uh, some of the other big races that we had coming up. And so me and Damon went down and rep represented for the team. And I think the way it went was um, team points. You get team points for the best finisher within your team. So Damon beat me by two positions. He got points for our team. Um, and I think he ended up like third or fourth place point, fourth, and I got sixth, I believe. So mm. um, we both had some pretty big get-offs and ended up just riding to salvage the day because the day wasn't going our way. And so <laughs> sometimes you just got to salvage it. And, and uh, I had two big get-offs there. But up until that point, um, the halfway point, I was riding really good and was in second behind Damon maybe – a minute 30 seconds off him and uh, we were both riding really good and then we ended up having a couple get-offs so uh and another what, really what fun event you guys were in? so we were running the open expert open expert. and yeah we're running the open expert in best in the desert and legacy this year so we're doing those two series um currently I, I raced the over 50 expert up there yep ended up taking first place first expert. place yeah you rode good man <laughs> Yeah, I was on a mission. Well, and there was some competition there. There was guys from up north, guys from down south. I mean, it was uh, some people from out of state. It was pretty pretty good racing there. Um, good show and a lot of fun. But yeah. I was racing in the pits before the race. <laughs> I was a nervous wreck. Yeah, that was corn dog, one of Corndog's first races back since a lot of changes and personal changes and stuff and then he just wasn't wasn't sure but we got him out there we got his mind off things and uh got him going in a good direction so it's yeah. been good um and so then, then then you had the phgp PH grand prix it was the first first one ever i ended up deciding to race that it was a two-day event saturday was nothing but team racing so that was kind of a weird deal. It wasn't sure how they were going to do that until we got there. You get a teammate and decide who's starting first, but they only they had several lines, and you started right in town on the pavement, and there was only 10 bikes per line. So they decided to do it by how you signed up. I ended up signing up fairly early. Um, I think I ended up on the the second line to start. And uh, Pioch is, it's fun, great terrain, great place, but rocky. Yeah, lots of rocks. And uh, we, uh, there was like 60-something teams, I think. So wow. I don't even know exactly where we placed. We, I, I teamed up with Rob Kempel. He'd come back. He hadn't been on a bike in years, and we had fun. It was fun. Yeah, that's cool. Um uh, so Sunday we come in and was not a team race and I was in the over 50 expert class 
and I was running first place in class and on my last lap I went down and took an ambulance ride and haven't been on the bike since. Was it really the last lap you crashed? Yeah. Dang, dude. It was almost, it was not too far from the start of the last lap. Yeah. From what I understand, it was the last lap. I could have been two laps down, but yeah. I went down hard, uh, shattered a couple ribs, contusion to the kidney, and them ribs are still hurting a little bit, but I need to get on the bike. I uh, haven't been on the bike since. So I threw my first place away at the first ever PH Grand Prix, and life goes on. There's always next year. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it was a fun event. But Good job to uh, Jason Beam and Coach Collins for putting that together and making it happen. I think it's going to be a good event in the future. Yeah, that's really cool, those guys to put that event together and and bring some cash to the table and um, into the town. You know, there was a lot the of people yeah, there. Brought a, brought a good group to a, a busy weekend. That was during Memorial Weekend. There's yeah. usually a pretty big, uh, um, you know, people come out to, to camp or go to the lakes and Pioche is usually pretty busy around that time, but uh, they definitely brought in a crowd. So yeah. and there were cool. some uh, fast racers that showed up that haven't raced in a while. Some old retired guys that yeah. came out of retirement for Matt it. Gosnell, um, guy I can't even think. Um, Eric's dog's over there farting, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so um, again, that was a good event. Can't wait to see it next year, see what happens. Yep. Um, so what did we do after that, Eric? Um, well, did you do Baja or the Moran Night Race? So then I went. I went down to Baja. Um, very last minute. It wasn't planned. I wasn't planning on doing the Baja 500. Um, but last minute, I got a phone call from Taylor Stevens, and uh, he asked if I wanted to go down and ride with with him in Baja and do a section for him. Um, he was going down to ride with a couple guys, a couple Mexican dudes down there that pretty fast. And um, uh, he was filling in for Zach Myers, who crashed at the Baja, Nevada, and uh, got injured there. So uh, speedy recovery to, to Zach. I think he's on the mend, but, yeah, he... Um, Taylor went down to fill in for him and and asked if I would write a section for him. So, with about a week's notice, I said yes and got my gear together. Went down, pre-ran for the few days, got the got the bike dialed in. Um, like I said, there's always a good story with Baja. So, <laughs> we went down. We I pre-ran my section. They had me do the start to mile 100, which was to Valley T one of my favorite places down there. It's got the Valley Tea, the famous Valley Tea Tacos. Um, anyway, so I, I pre-ran that first 100 miles from the start to Valley Tea. Um, I think it was 103 or 104 miles that I was going to do. And then uh, pre-ran that a couple times, felt pretty good through my sections, felt like I had it pre-dialed. We... The bike had just gotten rebuilt, so we went and did a shakedown on the bike um, on Wednesday. And so we go down to the beach 
in Ensenada down downtown in the beach down there and we're down there testing the bike through a sand you know a little sand track some whoops and stuff and we're down there giving it the onion just working the bike out and trying to get the suspension just fine-tuned and making a few fine adjustments and uh, the policia shows up <laughs> here and, we go <laughs> yeah I'm like oh no here here we go so luckily we had a couple local natives there that kind of could smooth it over and and make sure we didn't all end up in jail but I think we ended up paying a small fine and and ended up uh, being able to do one last quick moto and then we had to get out of there but uh, never a dull moment down there love Mexico love the people love the fact that we get to go down there and race and, and still on my bucket list well we're going we're going back for the Baja 400 in September and then again the thousand in November so um, but as far as the race goes we it went off pretty much without a hitch except for one bike issue that we had um, I started brought the bike into mile 28 where we used Baja Pits, and um, Baja Pits is a pit service down there that allows you to, or that basically covers your pits for you. And I came into mile 28 where I saw a Baja Pits sign. Well, the first pit stop was supposed to be at 33. They had moved the pit on me by about five miles. Wow. And luckily, it just clicked that, hey, you better get fuel not knowing whether they'd be at 33 or not. So I pull in and he fuels me. And in my mind, I was thinking, okay, I don't really need to top off because there's fuel at 33 where they should have been, you know, five, five or six miles up the course. And so I kind of waved him off. I'm like, that's good. That's good. You know, before he was completely full and done, not registering that they're not going to be at 33. They're here, you know, so smart luck, enough to stop. Luck, yeah, smart enough to stop. But in the ra in race moment, I was it would it just didn't register that, you know, they're not going to be at thirty three. But like when I pre ran it, they even had stakes in the ground at race mile thirty three that said Baja Pits will be here. Like like that was the spot, right? Wow. And but they moved it by five miles, which is crazy. Like with no notice. So, um, I was a little flustered there. But he, he luckily had a quick fill, and it, it filled it more than probably what I thought. You know, it, it filled it up pretty quick. So I took off, and I go by 33, and sure enough, there was no Baja Pits. So <laughs> at that point, I'm thinking, man, I hope I got enough gas because, <laughs> you know, it's a long section to my next fuel. Slow it was, uh, Baja. yeah, the next fuel was 77, mile 77. So 28 to 77, that's a pretty good gap, and, and we were on a, you know, a, 2012 Honda 450X. That's <clears throat> what we were racing. So the range on that bike, we didn't really know for sure, but we were guessing about 54 miles. Um, anyway, I take off and making good work through my section, hitting my lines. Things are flowing, riding good. And uh, about mile 40, 45, somewhere in there, the bike really started running bad started to pop, started to sputter. Um, I'd, I'd go to hit the throttle and just no power, pop, 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 pop. You know, it sounded like it was going to, sound like it was going to blow up when I was on the gas, you know, just pop, 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 just 
chugging and chattering and popping. Um, almost like it was either had a jet that was plugged or just wasn't, you know, wasn't firing good. Um, so at about mile 50, so about five miles through the mountains, it, the road opened up and it was wide open. I mean, as fast as you could go for, for probably like five miles, just a, a wide open road. And I go to open it up and really push it through that section. And that's where I, where I really noticed how bad the bike was running. It was just spitting and sputtering and popping and no power. I'd back it off a little bit to, you know, two thirds throttle and it would kind of run a little bit cleaner there. Anyway, so I kind of limped through that section, uh, lost a lot of time there because guys were pinning it wide open and I'm, you know, having to butterfly the throttle a little bit to get it to, to run. And I come out to where it meets the highway and Ulysses Fierro is sitting there, our teammate. And I said, Ulysses, the bike is running really bad, man. We need to get to the next pit and work on the bike. It's running awful. So, I mean, the bike, when we tested it, it was really good. From the start of the race, it was really good. Um, super strong motor, had a brand new motor in it. It was running really good. So it was kind of odd, you know. Anyway, we pull into the next Baja pits at 77. He had tools ready, had the, the guys there ready to work on the bike. They drained the float and he made sure they put good race gas in it and they tested it and it seemed like it had cleaned out so I hopped on and took off and man the bike ran great and so I I, I feel like we either had something in the carb or more likely we had water in the gas hmm. I think we got a bad batch of gas wow. at that first pit stop um you know, they probably just fueled up at a, a station that had water in the tank somewhere, wow. and we ended up getting crap gas. Um, so lost some pretty significant time there, unfortunately. Uh, up to that point, up to about mile 40, I think we were at one point leading on time. Um, I think we started third or fourth pro limited and had worked our way up to first on time and, and I think second overall. Hmm. Um, and then... And I ended up losing some time through that section, got passed by a couple guys, just the bike wasn't running. And anyway, I got the bike to, to Taylor and then he, he did his section. I'll let him speak to that, but he, he rode great, made up a bunch of time, reeled those guys in, was right on their back tire. And, uh, he had a pretty good crash, went down and, um, you know, just ended up having to limp it into the next rider and and salvage what he could um and then mark and ulysses took the uh, other coast over by san quentin and brought it back up north to towards ensenada and then uh taylor got on and brought it over from from 400 to to 430 or whatever 460 i can't remember where I got on and did the last 30 miles, uh, back in. So it was a lot of fun. Those guys were super, super good to race with cool group of dudes. And again, I mean, everything has to go right to, to win, you know, and we were right there battling for a pro limited win, but had a few gremlins and, uh, 
But you finished healthy. We finished. We finished third, uh, third in class out of five, and I think eighth overall. So we we're pretty stoked on that. Uh, we'll be back for the 500. Gonna gonna go back and race the 500 uh, in September. So. So on that note, or the 400, sorry, that was the 500. So yeah, we're going back for the 400 in September. I know when Eric and his team were down there in Baja, it was after the race and I was up in Utah at the cabin. We actually tried to do a podcast and we had technical difficulties, problems or whatever. So we decided to hold off and we'd like to get that team together again it, it would have been a good good show all those guys were down there together and uh but you know maybe it was for a reason <laughs> yep here yep. we are <laughs> yeah so we got back from the baja 500 kind of recouped for for a couple of weeks and got caught up on all my to-dos and work and everything and then uh was it last weekend two weekends ago we, Ty Harvey and I raced the Moran night race. He talked me into racing that down in Searchlight. That was round two? Round two of the Moran night series. And uh, we had a good showing, man. Our, the bike was dialed in. Ty had really good settings on the suspension. He had been working with Factory Connection on some, some settings. And probably the best it's worked so far. We've we got that thing working really good right now. So excited about that and uh we ended up first open expert and second overall nice there so we, we rode good had a a solid run it was fun okay cool yeah i didn't make that one there was another one too the moran uh camp valley cowboys race was yeah in there did too. did you go i didn't go to yeah, that i didn't go either i didn't make that one i oh. i was on a fire i think over in yeah, utah i was i was oh in vegas on doctor appointments yeah. anyways um yeah i heard that was pretty good uh, good showing you know the pearsons put on a a good event when they don't do it every year but when they do do it uh, they put in a good event so uh would have liked to have been there what about the alamo barrel races did you go i didn't that? do that this year um I, I was out of town i was somewhere yeah i didn't make it either Oh, it was 4th of July weekend. I was back up at the cabin. I had to check the cabin. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, I heard it was good. It was fun. Uh, they actually called me. The girl called me and said that there hasn't been too too much response. For some reason, the flyer didn't get posted for some reason. So I posted on all our social medias for her. And then she actually asked me to come... Asked if I was going. I'm like, no, I got broken ribs. I got other plans because I didn't ever see a flyer. Right. Anyways, and I've told her that I would help her promote this as much as I could in the past. So I think we're going to work on some stuff next year with her. She actually asked me to come up and announce, <laughs> but I'd already had plans and commitments. Right. So I didn't make it. Uh, yeah. It's an awesome event. If you guys ever get a chance, it's usually every year around 4th of July in Alamo, Nevada. Uh, quads and bikes barrel races and then at the end of the night you do team races and it's just and they do it for kids too so it's just an awesome event and i think all the money goes towards the elementary school program or something like that so it's pretty neat cool um i think well, let's 
let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll come back and uh, talk a little bit more and whatever. All right, see you in a minute. All right, guys, we're back just for a little bit. Um, just want to remind you guys uh, not to forget about our sponsors. Without them, uh, we probably wouldn't be here. They help us out a lot. So Rec Tires at RecTires.com, Blood Lubricants, BloodLubricants.com, and Throw Me a Bone at TheAntlerChew.com. TheAntlerChew.com. Anyways, do not forget those guys. Um, there are discount codes if you type in our our code each one of them is different we'll have to go back and listen to one of our past episodes uh, i can't remember one of them i've lost my notes but yeah support them <laughs> they support us they support you and show some love awesome all right we'll be back for the, and close up the show here in a minute all right, guys we are back let's close this thing up again sorry that it's been so long since we've been here and Kind of a short show tonight, kind of bragged on our racing and stuff, but we were working on some guests coming up. Yeah, just trying to recap what we've had going and what we got coming up for you guys. Um, again, we talked about doing the trail ride, Desert Dirt Biker Trail Ride, just a group of buddies out for a ride. Um, nothing super organized. We just want to get out and have a good time. So if you guys are interested in that, stay tuned. We're going to drop a date for that soon, try and yeah. put something together. We'll... We'll do a good long distance uh, ride with a half day, uh, you know, a lunch at Midway and put something cool together. So there's some awesome trails out here in Lincoln County that you guys need to check out. Yep. So stay tuned um, So, yeah, what do you got coming up for as far as races? What, any plans that you got going on, Corndog? What are you going to... Um. I know I just brought my bike over. We're gonna I'm gonna rebuild it, get it all fresh and new. I'm jonesing to get on the bike. It's been a couple months, I think. Yeah, we're looking to do a fresh motor on Corn Dogs YZ 250X. Yeah. So, so we're gonna do a motor rebuild on that. Maybe we'll do a little show on that when we get those parts in and start breaking that down. Yeah. And yep. then he's got another bike in there that it's not on the front burner. It's kind of on the back burner, but it's a uh, 2004 Honda 250X. 2005. Is it an 05? Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah, so an 05 Honda 250X that we're going to rebuild. That's kind of a course marking bike and just a, you know, extra bike that he's got that needs a, a fresh valves. top end, some yeah. valves and piston and stuff in it. So we're doing a motor rebuild on that one. Um, nice. I've got a 2019 KTM 450 for sale right now. I'm, I'm, uh, I've got an order on a 22 model. I just got to have that orange frame. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, looking forward to to hopping on the 22 450X. I think you should just XCF. sponsor me and give me your other bike. Man, I wish I could. <laughs> kind of need to sell it so I could pay for the new one. Right. But uh, anyway, so yeah, upcoming got Vegas to Reno coming up in two weeks. Um, we got a stacked open expert class there. Myself, Tyler Harvey, Damon Bush are going to be racing uh, for points in that class. 17 teams signed up in the open expert class for Vegas Arena this year. So wow. super stacked class. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody's coming. Every you know all the all the heavy hitters from the previous rounds and um, wow. We kind of lucked out. We're leading in points right now 
And how'd you do on the draw? Well, so we're leading in points, and the draw went off of point standings for this race. Really? So we are going to start first in open expert class, right behind the pro class. So hopefully right there'll be a minute gap, and hopefully we won't catch those guys too soon. Some of the Ironman pros will eventually catch most of them. Um, but hopefully we'll be dust-free for a ways. And That's coming up in two weeks? Yeah, two weeks, man. So. We got our. We've been planning, doing our logistical planning strategies. Who's riding what sections, and uh, I think we got it broke out, <clears throat> and should be a good time. So, looking forward to the Vegas Torino. I think it's four hundred and. I think it's four hundred and eighty miles this year. Don't quote me. I'm. I'm just going off what my memory says. But, um, anyway, so yeah, I got that August fourteenth that weekend, and then. Baja 400, it's September, actually, uh, September 9th through the 11th is Laughlin, best in the desert. And then the very next weekend, go to Baja for the Baja 400, September 16th through the 18th. And then October 29th and 30th, I'll be doing the best in the desert Blue Water Challenge in Parker. Then November 5th and 6th, the very next weekend, is Legacy Dirt Revolution in Cedar City. And then the very next weekend, I leave for, actually that same weekend, pretty much the 8th, I leave for Baja to pre-run. Pre-run for a week, and then race week uh, is the 18th through the 20th for the Baja 1000. So stacked next few months for me um we're chasing pretty much chasing three series this year so it's, nice it's busy legacy best in the desert and baja we've pretty much done all those except for the baja 250 um so nice stacked stacked year i'm having a lot of fun but it's it's a lot of work to race that many races and keep bikes put together and it's very expensive and so when I'm not racing, I'm working and, uh, and he works a lot trying to, yeah, I, I do, but that's, you gotta, you gotta pay for it. So yeah. I think I'm gonna, I, I forget the dates, but I think I'm going to try to do the next works round, which is in Cedar city. Nice. And I don't know where or how they do that. I know there used to be a track and it got sold to do housing and they never built. So maybe they got back into there, or maybe they're going back to the old Iron Mine. Uh, yeah, Iron Mine Raceway. I'm not sure. Huh. I think that's in September, so if it doesn't conflict with any of my other dates. And then I know I want to get down to the SRA GP at Glen Helen, um, one of my favorite places to race, and they do one every month. We've actually had Rich on the show back in the beginning. Um and then you're going to get your passport and come chase me in Mexico. I have a passport, and it's, <laughs> I just found it again, and it's still... It's current? It's still all current. Right. It's all. It's almost done, but... Pin, yeah, well... Pin I, that into your calendar. And I think that is my conflicted date, so you got to twist my arm to mm. come... You, I want to go to Baja. It's on my bucket list, so I'll chase works next year. But, um, and the Mint 400's coming up. I think I'm going to be racing that. Trying to talk my brother into coming from Georgia to team up, and we're looking for another team. Not sure what class, either over 50 or the two-stroke class or whatever they call it, 202, 
50 and up or whatever it is. Yeah. Anyway, working on that. That um, one's like in December, right? I think it's the work first weekend. First in weekend in December. Yeah. So good luck there. I'll bow out on that one. Yeah. But uh, you're not 50. Have fun. <laughs> no. We'll use that excuse. We'll keep Sounds it at good. that. So, um, what else can we talk about? And 2022 schedules are starting to pop out. Um, yeah. Whatever series you're racing with, jump on their website and look at their schedule. I know Legacy came out with it. <clears throat> Supercross came out with it. I was actually messaging back and forth with their uh, Rocky Mountain fantasy guys, mm-hmm. talking about how we do a um, little contest within our podcast listeners. And that was kind of cool. Um, who else came out with a schedule? I've heard through the grapevine that um, Best in Desert should have one out by the end of this week. Hopefully, that's what they're shooting for. Uh, huh. I'm sure Moran's working on ours. Um, I know the Ground Shakers is April 23rd next year. It's a date that we've kind of picked out, and cool. Going to start working on that. Put something to, something special together for that one, huh? Yeah, we're we're working on something. Yep. All right. Well, in other news, uh, we got one of our Panaka locals, Panaka Pioch, Lincoln County local, Moran local, Axel Pearson qualified for the ISDE six days enduro in Italy. Um, in Italy, so really cool. Congrats, Axel, on qualifying for that. Uh, I know he's he's working hard right now. He's been working hard. The kid's got a great work ethic. He's he's. Uh, super strong and and riding really well so he 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 qualified really really well uh amongst our riders so i'm i'm excited to see how he does over there on the world stage and uh you know go go give it your best buddy so there's a GoFundMe account and we've put that on our instagram i've posted about it or we've posted about it several times but the link is on our instagram homepage. Go, um, anything helps. So, so on that note, um, I ended up, I, I ran into Axel just two days ago at the gym up in Pioch. He's working out in there trying to, you know, training and, and working hard, trying to put forth his best showing. And, um, so he's taking this stuff really serious, but I was talking to him and just kind of asked him how, you know, how he was doing, how his fundraising was going. Uh, he says he's doing really well with the fundraising. He's super grateful for, for everyone's support. Um, but, you know, to kind of paint a picture, uh, they've got to pay several thousand. I think it was like 4000 for the AMA um, portion. And I'm not sure if that's the entry fee or if it was just um, their portion to, to get over there. But then they've got to ship bikes over there. They've got to get uh, rent a van. They've got to get, um, you know, any parts that they need. They can buy them from the factories, from the factory support over there, but they have to buy that stuff. Um, right now, Axel doesn't have a whole lot of factory, any any factory support from gas gas or anything like that for that matter. So he's going with some teammates who have a lot of support from KTM, pretty much full factory support from KTM and full factory support from Honda. And he's the third rider, but doesn't have that same support level from Mm -hmm. the manufacturer. And so any support we can give him 
will greatly improve his chances and, and lessen his stress load on being able to perform over there. So, you know, anything helps. Don't yeah. Nothing's too small, but uh, jump on and give him. Yeah, it all adds little, up. Yeah, give him a little chip in there <clears> and, <throat> and just shoot him a message, tell him good luck, you know, and that you wanted to support him. Yeah, that and, that link is on our homepage on the Instagram. But, and they're also, it just came out that they're doing an event at Western Raceway um, about an hour from Vegas on the Arizona side. And I'll post a flyer on that. So that's a like a um, fundraiser for fundraiser for Axel. Okay, cool. It's um, so many dollars per lap, and there's events, and there's a big raffle at the end. And uh, anyways, I'll, I'll post that flyer. Cool. I, I meant to do it today. Cool, cool. Just got crazy at work today, um, but I do have it. But yeah, if you if you guys have a chance close by. Go shake, shake uh, I know like Gary that. from Sportsman Cycles going with Axel kind of to, to be his pit support and mechanic, or whatever. And, mechanic. and so um, super cool to see Gary going over there to, to support Axel and uh, two two Moran guys going to go over on the on the world stage and represent the USA um, and that's what this is about you know dirt bikes at the world stage um, representing America so and if you guys know Axel and Gary Throw them a message. Tell them, let's get them and hear their story on our podcast in the future. We're, we're working on it. Yeah, we want to get those guys on. Uh, love, I'd love to get more of the Pearson guys on here to just talk about their racing and, and you know, just their experiences. And I think they're super um, humble and probably don't like to talk about it, which is yeah. awesome. That, yeah. That's a good personality to have. But we need to hear the story. Yeah. You guys need to hear the stories. Well, they're just amazing, amazing people and amazing racers. And, you know, we, yeah, I look up to them. And, uh, you know, when you've got that kind of talent, it's pretty amazing to watch. So mm-hmm. anyway, con- congrats to him on qualifying there. And uh, best wishes, good luck. Go, go do your best and put your best foot forward and have fun, man. Be safe. Absolutely. Go learn. Go learn. It's his <laughs> first time over there. There's a lot to learn at that stage and right. uh, that's what it's about go have fun and learn and and do well absolutely well heck um I, I think we're about that point i think we've gone longer than what we thought we were going to go yeah we covered everything on my list and then some <laughs> yeah so um again reach out to us um, <clears throat> facebook is katie eric instagram is the desert dirt biker and website, thedesertdirtbiker.com. Reach out to us. Uh, throw us an email. Our email is uh, thedesertdirtbiker at gmail.com. If you have any guest ideas, race info, tip of the show ideas, uh, race dates, whatever, uh, we're, we're getting back into the swing. We're going to try to be back every week. You know, um, our schedule, depending. It's a busy time of year for Eric and his firefighting and We've been having some crazy storms and a lot of lightning, so I'm surprised he's not gone tonight fighting fires. <laughs> yeah, happy to be home with you guys on the podcast. So, yeah. and, and on that note, we've had a lot of storms and a lot of moisture, thank goodness. We've getting some rain, so if you're getting rain, get out and ride. We almost suited up and went on a bike ride instead of doing the podcast. I was tonight. trying to talk Corndog into just riding <laughs> instead of doing a podcast, and... Uh, we yeah, uh, I almost got it, but <laughs> here we are. So. Yep. So 
There's, we'll ride this weekend, hopefully. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for tuning in. Appreciate all the support, and we'll catch you at the next one. See you at the races. Thank you for listening to the Desert Dirt Biker. Make sure you tune in next time.